Welcome to MPT Podcast. This is Pastor Tim Wilbanks. We pray that this Word of God will bless your life and ministry increase God's blessing upon you. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 11. We're going to look at verse 3. I want to talk to you tonight about spiritual deception. Spiritual deception. Everybody say that with me. Spiritual deception. How many knows and realizes that there is a lot of deception in the world we live today? Media, Hollywood, wow. You know, you can, you can turn on YouTube, and you've probably done this, I've done this. A great actor died. You know, sorry for the passing of so-and-so and so-and-so. And then you get two or three days later, you actually look it up, and they didn't die. What in the world's going on? Deception, misinformation, disinformation. Hey, all the way through Washington, D.C., you ever feel like you're getting the whole truth? Nothing but the truth? I don't a lot of times. Deception on every hand. How many has ever played the little game where you put, like they put a, a, a little nut under something and move it around under the cups, you know, and you're suddenly you're deceived. You thought it was here, and it just tricked your eyes. You, it was deceiving. How many's ever been lied to before? Outright lied to. Just a blatant, bald-faced lie. How'd it make you feel? Deception is everywhere, okay? And we can, we can tolerate deception, Brother Round, to a certain degree, but I want you to understand that we cannot tolerate spiritual deception in our lives. We can be deceived spiritually by so many people, including... And so many people and so many things, including our own selves, the Scripture talks about. You can deceive yourself, Brother Josh. You can believe a lie and be damned tonight, church. You can, you can believe this. You can allow the devil to tell you this. And you can believe that to the point that God will just turn you over to that. Okay? You can even deceive yourself. It's so important tonight for us not to allow spiritual deception to come into our lives. Here's the scripture, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3. But I fear, the writer says, lest by any means as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtility, so your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. Another word, therefore, beguile is deceive. Let's read it again. But I fear lest by any means as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtility, so your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. Brother Matt, if y'all can put that picture up there. They, they had a picture for me, and I think it just, uh, there we go. Deception is not a new thing. Deception goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden. It is a tactic. It is a part of the devil's strategy from way back. Okay. He, he, he played that trick on them. They fell for it. Guess what? On Eve and on Adam. And it was the downfall of man. Okay? But we're still suffering from that today. There's a lot of deception in our world today. Therefore, the Bible teaches us in Matthew chapter 24 and verse 4 that we must watch. Watch. Everybody say watch. Watch. Watch out. Be careful. Heads up. When I think of somebody saying, watch out, I feel like I'm something about to hit me or I'm about to walk on something. Watch out. Be careful. Take heed. 
pay attention. And he says, lest any man deceive you. Lest any man deceive you. <clears throat> what does the word deceive mean? It means ensnare. It means to cheat, to cause to believe an untruth. And we've all fell for that before. The word deceive implies the imposing of a false idea or belief that causes bewilderment or helplessness or furthers the agent's purpose. We can also get other words from the word deceive, which is deception. In the noun form, it's the fact or condition of being deceived. Deceptive, an adjective, tending or having the power to deceive. Deception began in the Garden of Eden, like I said earlier. It goes way back. Genesis 3, 1 through 3, now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. Notice the devil took on the, the aura the, the, of a serpent, the most subtle. He said to the woman, did God really say that? How many times has he questioned us like that? Did God really say that? Come on, you know, you... you, you you can do that. You don't have to do that. Be careful. You must not eat of any tree in the garden. Verse 2, the woman said to the serpent, we may eat fruit from the tree in the garden. Verse 3 said, but God did say, you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it, lest you die. We all know the story how that Eve put words, that you know, took words that God didn't say and used it. Okay, and Satan also done the same thing, the serpent. Okay, and it caused their demise. Adam and Eve believed that God didn't really mean what he said about the tree. Can I tell you, anytime God says something, Sister Dicey, we need to take heed. We need to pay attention. God doesn't just toss words around lightly like you and I do. When God says something, he means it, Brother Scott. When God tells you to do something, you need to obey. You need to be quick to obey. Yes, sir. Whatever you say, God, I'm, I'm all about that. I may not understand it, but if that's what you're telling me, that's what you're saying, I'm willing to do it. It can keep us out of a lot of trouble. How many, how many remember growing up, your mom and daddy told you to do something, and if you had just listened, boy, your life would have been a whole lot better off. But, but, but because, Sister Kelly, we thought we knew better than daddy, we thought we knew better than mama, we went on and done it our way and got us in a lot of trouble. If we would have just listened, if we would have just said, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, that's what you say, that's how it's going to be, we would have been a lot better off. Adam and Eve would have been a lot better off, and guess what? You and I today would have been a lot better off because we're still feeling the ramifications of that. Amen? The Apostle Paul expresses the concern, as we read in our text. He said, I fear lest that the, the, the enemy will beguile you and cause you to fall like Eve did. You know, we all have a deceitful side, whether we want to admit it or not. We're human. We're human, and uh, I don't care how Christ-like Christian you are, there's parts of us that are still human, and we all, what's the old, old saying? All, uh, something about practicing to deceive? There's an old saying, I can't remember all of it right now, but when we practice to deceive... We have to be careful. We all have tendency and inclinations in our life. You know, we, we all, from time to time, we have to be careful. The devil will tempt us, and we, we were deceived, Brother Randall. Oh, okay. 
How many of y'all have ever, boy, I don't know if I need to ask this or not. I don't need an answer, okay? Don't raise your hand. But, but you don't have to sit here to not like you're self-righteous. But how many of y'all have ever told a white lie, as they say? Or how many of y'all have embellished the truth or left out parts of the truth to make it slant and lean your way? Is that not deceit? Is that not deceit? Now, once again, I don't need to see a hand. I don't want to see a hand. And I'm not going to put my hand up. Let my hand. <laughs> but we have to be careful. We have to be careful. You know, and by the way, you know our media slants things. It's according to what, uh, what party, what uh, narrative they want it to. They'll slant the truth to make it match and to go along with that. And that aggravates me so much. I get so tired of that. I just want to hear the facts on the news and let me decide. I thought that's what Fox News used to do. We report, you decide. But I'm beginning to wonder, Sister Sheila, Everything's slanted, either conservative or liberal or whatever, Democrat, Republican. I don't want to hear all that. Just tell me the facts and let me decide. Okay, but everything wants to be slanted to fit a certain narrative. We're, we all have deceitfulness in our hearts, in our human hearts, okay, our fleshly hearts, our carnal hearts. Jeremiah 17 and 9 in the New International Version says, The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. There's no cure for the deceitfulness in your heart aside from Christ. Who can understand it? Who can understand this deceitful heart? Jeremiah 17, 9, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? We all have inclinations. Our, our carnal, our fleshly heart. There's many warnings in Scripture concerning the rise of deception in the last days even. And we can turn to Matthew 24, verse, uh, verses 4 through 24. We're not going to read all that, but if you would turn there, there the word deceived in the King James, New King James Version is listed four times in, in, in some verses there. Verse 4, it says, Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. It's talking about the last days. And we know that as the last days approach, it's going to deception. It's going to get so thick, Brother Patterson, I believe. It's going to look. It's getting thicker as we live. It's getting, it's getting harder and harder to differentiate the truth true from false, the right from the wrong. Come on, look, at it, look around us. What's the news? Our world's upside down. Wrong, it's all mixed up, messed up. It's hard to know right from wrong, true from false. Deceive. Take heed lest no man deceive you. There again. I think about take heed, you look it up, it's talking about watch. Watch. Pay attention. Heads up, ladies and gentlemen. Heads up. Be careful. Take heed. Pay attention. Watch. Out. Lest no man deceive you. Somebody said watch out. If I was about to step off of a cliff into a ravine, I hope you would say, watch out, Brother David. And I don't think you'd just say, watch out. You'd say, watch out. This is what I hear from the writer here. Watch out. Be careful. Don't let any man deceive you. It's imperative. It's important. How many people do we know that's been deceived? 
The Bible talks about the great falling away and how people will be deceived. It goes on in that chapter. Verse 5, For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. Deceive. And many false prophets, verse 11, shall rise and shall deceive many. Verse 24, For there shall arise false Christ and false prophets, and they shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Deceive. Deception. It's prevalent today. It's in our society. It's in our world. And guess what? It's, it's in your world as a Christian also. The devil wants to deceive you. I remember a while back I taught a Sunday school lesson on the deeds, the devil's deeds, the strategy of his deeds. He, he wants to distract and deceive and and he, there's so many different things he wants to do to us, to destroy us. Man, he wants to distract Brother, Brother Scott. Well, if he can get our mind on everything else, if he can get our attention and our focus on living and just getting by, that's why, the, that's why the Bible says a good soldier don't entangle himself. Sure, we've got to live in this world. Sure, we've got to go to work every day. Sure, you gotta you gotta pay bills, you gotta do this, you gotta do that, you gotta raise kids, you gotta do. But guess what? You can't be so become so entangled in this world. Your thoughts and your mind it, it, it occupies all of it. No. Be careful. The devil is setting a trap. You know, in Proverbs it talks about how to catch a bird in a, in a trap, or you know how how not to. And then it says you have to be careful and watch. The only way not to get in a trap is what? Watch. Brother Tyler, if you're walking in the woods and there's traps, or if you're going through a landmine, guess what? You watch what you're doing. You pay attention, close attention. You watch. He's warning us we have to watch, pay attention. Do not be deceived by anyone. Man can deceive you. Let me tell you, people can deceive you. Places can deceive you. You can deceive yourself. As I said, you can believe a lie and be damned if you're not careful, Sister Cora. You can believe something so much and you can argue with God and the Scripture and the pastor so much. God says, okay, that's what you want. Go right ahead and believe it. For a season, I'll turn you over to that train of thought, that way of thinking. And let's see where that gets you. Don't fight with God. Don't, don't argue with God's Word. Amen? Don't be deceived. Do not be deceived. The Bible talks about in the last days how the deception is going to become so strong. Y'all, you can look around. How many feels that way now? But you know, as the closer it gets, it's going to get that much worse. And I'm not trying to be negative, but that brother, brother, brother Eddie, I'm just trying to let us know how important it is for us to know how to tell deception. Not to be negative, but Brother Patterson, you, I hope you know, I hope you have enough spiritual discernment in the last day to be able to determine truth from false, right from wrong. If not, you will be deceived. I'm telling you, God, give me this word. This word, this one word, Brother Randall, and I believe it's the word for tonight, the word for tonight, not just a word. Don't play around with God's word. Don't argue with the man of God. You're setting yourself up, Brother Jerry. 
you're falling into Satan's trap. He's deceiving you. How many, how many has ever believed something or wanted to believe something so bad and so much? You convinced yourself that it was right, knowing that it was wrong, wasn't nothing about it right, but you convinced yourself it'll be okay. Is that not what Eve, the, the serpent did to Eve? She was there and she heard the word come from, from God. But yet she, he, she allowed him to talk to her enough that she couldn't even remember what the word said. Couldn't even, it's important we know the word of God, lest we be deceived. Matthew 24, 24, for false Christs and false prophets will appear and perform great signs and miracles to deceive even the elect, if it were possible. You know that it's going to get so bad in the last day. You say, oh, well, hey, they're doing miracles. They're doing this and that. Guess what? The devil can do all that. <laughs> he can do all of that. What's going to be the telltale sign? Well, how are you going to know? You better be able to try the spirits. You better be able to discern the spirits, see if it's of God or not. The devil can do all of those things. He can transform himself into an angel of light. He can, yes, he can. And we can fall for that. We can be deceived. 1 Timothy 4 and 1, the Spirit clearly says that in latter times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Now, Brother David, that's a little far-fetched. That's what the Word says. Brother David didn't say that. Some people will abandon the truth, and they will follow doctrines of demons. Look around us and what's going on in our world today in the religious community. There's churches just adopting all kind of things that's not Christ-like. Religions, churches, I might say religion. There's some religions that homosexuality is okay. We'll ordain, you know, into our congregation. Praise the Lord. Really. You're going directly against what the Word of God taught. Andy Stanley, you can read it for yourself, okay? I just read this today. I knew I'd been hearing about some conference he had, but it, they won't figure out how, ways to support, support the LGBTQ. Who? The who? <laughs> Not how to save them, but how to support them. It's taught at a conference in a major organization in the United States. Be careful. Some will abandon the faith and follow the, the, the deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Be careful. Ultimately, Satan, the great deceiver, will be overthrown and defeated. A day of final victory for Christ's kingdom will come. I can't wait till that day. Amen? Revelations 20 and 10 tells us about it. He says, And the devil who deceived them was thrown into the lake of burning, with the burning sulfur, where the beast and the false prophet had been thrown. They will be tormented day and night forever and ever. So, hey, the great deceiver is going to be destroyed one day. But until then... It's only going to get worse and worse, the spirit of deception. 
And now more than ever, Sister Lynn, we've got to be where we need to be with God to be able to recognize that. Just because Brother So-and-So is on TV preaching don't necessarily mean it's the truth. Just because so-and-so comes and preaches behind a pulpit don't necessarily make it right. You better try the Spirit, Brother Jody. Just because you got a buddy, oh, that talks about Jesus all the time, well, let's dig a little deeper. Don't be deceived. Matter of fact, the Scripture says don't be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever you sow, you're going to reap. That Scripture goes on to say. Every true believer must be aware of the lies and the tactics of deception, but must not never fear deception because we have Jesus on our side, the truth, the life. As long as we've got him and as long as we're where we need to be, we don't have to worry about it, amen? So that's why it's important for us tonight to get to where we, you know, we always talk about the devil. This is something that blows my mind. We like to talk about the devil for some reason. Let's stop talking about the devil and start talking about God more. It seems like we want to lift the, you know, we're always lifting the devil done this. The devil's so great and all this. No, he's not. My God's bigger. My God's greater. Let's talk about the goodness of God and what God is, who God is. I want to go back to say one more thing. And it talks about, we were talking about you trying the spirits and knowing right from wrong and, and being careful who we listen to and what we partake of and listen to. You know that uh, Brother Randall and I have talked about this, but, you know, even the devil, as we say, can, can transform himself to angel of light. The, you know, we always said, oh, well, look, signs and wonders and miracles, they can perform all this. The devil can do that, but the Bible talks about he'll be able to do that, or at least false prophets will in the last day. That, that's, hey, the, the, the spiritual gifts is not a sign of spiritual maturity. You know what the sign of maturity is? Spiritual maturity, fruit of the Spirit. Hey, even the devil can, even the devil can do this and this and this and this and this. But when you have the fruit of the Spirit in your life, that is a telltale sign. That's a Christian. That's maturity. That's spiritual maturity. All right, let's move on. That, that was free there. Look to your neighbor and said, don't be deceived. I'm going to hurriedly go over some deceptions that affect the church and believers today, and there's probably some we could add to this list, but let's just get right down where we live tonight. Here's something that some folks say or might be a uh, uh, something that will deceive us. God's word's not true. It only contains truth. Maybe you've said that or heard somebody say that. 2 Timothy 3.16 and John 17 and 17 says otherwise. I will not reap what I sow. Oh, I just think that's, I don't think I'll reap what I sow. I'm going to do it anyway. Be careful. That's a, that's a deception that the devil will try to feed you. Galatians 6, 7, 2 Corinthians 9 and 6. Here's another one. God loves everyone, so therefore we should also accept as brothers or sisters in Christ, even homosexual partners who claim to be Christians, on and on and on. God loves everybody, by the way. How many has ever heard that before? He loves everybody. Yes, he does love everybody. He gave his life for them. 
1 Corinthians 6 and 9, Romans 1, 26 through 32. What I do with my life is really nobody's business. Really? Scripture says you are bought with a price. You belong to God. You are not your own. So to believe any of these deceptions, we have to go against the word of God. Luke 12, 20, 1 Corinthians 6 and 20, if you write these scriptures down. The unborn are fetuses that have no rights. Really. All life is precious in God's sight. All life is created by him. This, this is a deception that, that the world, the devil, is feeding society. And so many are falling into it. My spiritual leaders have no authority over my life. Hey, the pastor's got his own life. I got my life, man. He, he can't tell me what to do. Be careful. Have you ever thought, don't raise a hand. Have you ever thought that? Have you ever said that? Do you know people that have said that and thought that? Where are they at today? I've heard pastors tell a story about people that just wouldn't listen. They, he, you know, that he, he tried to tell them about how to raise their kids, and they would defiant. No way. You're not going to tell me how to raise my kid. But guess what? They're not in church, and their kids aren't in church today. Be careful. Be careful. They were duped. They were deceived. They were ensnared in a trap by Satan. There is no consequence for unforgiveness. I do not need to be disciplined or make, made a disciple. I'll just say, once I'm saved, I'm always saved. Not really. There is a growth process that you ought to want to follow. Amen? You ought to want to strive to grow in Christ and be all that God wants you to be. The local congregation exists just to meet my needs. You ever heard that? No one really understands me or my problems. Oh, boy, y'all hear that little violin playing? No one really understands me or my problems. I mean, I'm so complicated. Be careful as if you're the only one that has problems. The only one. You got to have all, be careful. Having all my needs met will make me happy. So I'm just going to take that job. I'm going to marry that person. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And after all, it's all about me being happy. Having a marriage partner will make me complete and whole and happy. Maybe. Maybe not. According to whether you have the right one or not. According to whether you prayed and asked God to send you the right one. The one that he has lined up for you in your life. You can get tangled up with the wrong one, for lack of a better word, and cause you problems. God understands that I'm not perfect, but I try hard. I will try hard to do better. It's okay to sin. It's okay to do this because, I mean, after I'm going to try harder. I'm going to do better. And God understands, pastor, brother, sister, God understands me. He, be careful, brother Randall. I'll participate in church life when I feel like it or at a more convenient time. Pastor's always wanting us to do something. He's always got something going on. Always, always, always. Be careful. 
be careful. I don't think I have to go to church, but uh, one time a week. Wow. Wow. Really, truly, one time a week's enough for me. I mean, you know, I'm a pretty good old boy. I'm being sarcastic, y'all. <laughs> Brother David don't believe that, or I wouldn't be here on Wednesday night, okay? Well, I need church every time the doors is open. I think we all do. That's where we grow, being around like-minded brothers and sisters. It strengthens us, encourages us, makes us better, amen? Helps us. There are times we can't be here because of work, because of sickness, but, hey, you need to try to be at the house of God when you can. It's important for your spiritual well-being. That's that's extra there. I earn my money, so I'll do what I want to with it. Nobody's going to tell me what to do with my money. Ow. Ow. Maybe that's one of them to where I don't want you to raise your hand. Maybe you've thought that. The Word of God says differently on all of these matters. So don't be deceived, Brother Tyler. Be careful. When the devil puts these thoughts that I just went over in your mind, you need to backtrack and pray about it and say, God, is this you speaking or is this the devil trying to tell me something? Anytime something goes against, directly against the Word of God or opposes the Word of God, let me tell you up front, it's wrong. The devil's trying to trick you, Sister Deborah. He's trying to dupe you. He's trying to deceive you. That's the spirit of deception working. Anytime it directly opposes the Word of God, you better run. You better run. Once again, look to your neighbor and say, don't be deceived. <clears throat> look to your neighbor on the other side and wake them up. Say, watch out. Don't be deceived. Wake up. Wake up. I mean that tonight from my heart, okay? I mean that tonight. I don't know how to, I'm trying to get this point across, this word. Don't be deceived. Wake up. Take heed. Pay attention. Lest you be deceived, Brother Patterson. This is a day of deception, and it's gradually getting worse and worse. The Scripture says it's going to get worse the closer we get to his return. Don't be deceived, Brother Harold. Brother Roy, don't be deceived by any kind. Do whatever you got. Don't be deceived. Here's some ways to discern and overcome deception. We need to be alert. We need to be alert. We need to be alert and understand what deception is. Let's don't be... You know, you know I don't, I'm not going to deal with that. No, I, I'm scared of that thought. I'm scared of that word. No, you need to understand deception. That's why we're bringing it to you tonight. Be alert. Always be alert. Can I tell you, the devil's always alert. He always pays attention. The Bible says he's as a roaring lion walking to and fro, seeking whom he may devour. He is after your soul. He's looking for every avenue, any way he can to get into your life. Be careful. Be on guard, Brother Jody. Don't give him that opportunity. We need, we need to learn, pray for spiritual discernment in our life. 
When you pray, ask God, God, show me what's right, what's wrong. You know, if, if so-and-so wants to come into your life and be a part, God, is this your will? I don't want to move until you say yes or no. I don't want to be ahead of you or behind you. I want to be right beside you, God. Whatever you say, I want to be willing to do it. Pray for spiritual discernment. You know, we need to have that always. That ought to be working in our lives as a Christian anyway. You ever been around the wrong people that work or in the community and you just know something's not right? All of a sudden, your Holy Ghost sells you. You're talking to them. Oh, they're good. Oh, buddy, buddy. But all of a sudden, they might say one or two things out and you just suddenly, your spirit will say, wait a minute. That's spiritual discernment. That's knowing right from wrong, you might say. That, that's realizing something's not, not kosher here. Something's not quite right. Until I pray about it and get to go ahead from God, I need to back off a little bit. I'm still going to be their friend, still going to love them, still going to witness to them, but I'm going to be very careful about what I allow in here. And that's with anybody. That's with the so-called preachers. That's with the saints. That's with people on the job. That's with whoever. Just be careful. Be careful. The Bible says don't let your good be evil spoken of. You know, you can hang around with the wrong people and destroy your witness. Another way to discern and over, overcome deception is live a life of passion for God. I'm going, Lord, I want to live 100%. I'm going to give it all to you. I want to live for you with my whole heart, with everything within me. Well, if we would all have that attitude, a lot of the things that, that beset us, that hinder us, we would have to worry about it, Brother Cody. If we would be running head, head first for God, Lord, I'm going to worship you, love you with everything within me. That'd solve a lot of our problems, wouldn't it? It'd solve a lot of my problems. I'll be honest with you. But so many times we want to hold back and we want to wait instead of just surrendering it all to God right up front. When, when we sin, another way is when we sin, be quick to repent of those sins. Don't, don't, don't allow the devil to have a window into our life or a door. Don't leave the door cracked before he can get in. If you, if you mess up, you make a mistake, you sin, repent. Move on. The Bible says in 1 John, he's faithful to hear us and to forgive us when we sin. Amen? Here's a, here's a good one. Be careful what you watch what you read, what you listen to. I don't have my phone with me, but look, that, that I can remember growing up, you know, it used to be certain things, you know, and they steer away from it. But I'm telling you, you got you to be careful a lot of things this day and time. A computer's a good thing. It can be used for good, but it can also be used for bad. That phone is just an extension of your computer. It's just another, be careful. TV, radio, oh, Brother David preaching on everything. No, I'm, I'm, what I'm saying, you got to be careful. The conversations you have, who you hang around with, all that stuff affects you. And the devil will use any means he can to deceive you. Read God's Word. We ought, we ought to have a desire and a love for God's Word and read it all the time. That would, there again, 
if we would make up our mind and read the word and get God's word in our heart, Sister Jennifer, David said, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. It's, it would just stop a lot of things in our life. We wouldn't have to be dealing with them. If I know God's word, I won't do this unless I'm rebelling against God, unless my spirit says I want to do what I want to do. When I have God's word here in my heart, I know his word. I know what his precepts are. I know what he wants, what he likes and dislikes. Not only do we need to read God's word, we need to believe it and obey it. It's one thing to, to, to read it, but it's another thing to obey it. Don't be a hearer of the word only, James says, but be a doer also. There's a lot of folks that's got a lot of knowledge and, and can read the word of God through, but they still don't know anything about, about God. You need to know about the word of God. We should all choose to live a lifestyle of surrender to God, as we said before, in all the areas of our life. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. Every time you come to church, every time you get down at home in your prayer closet, you, ought to, you shouldn't leave until you're filled with the Holy Ghost. Filled? I'm talking about filled. However you want to measure Field is in your life, but I'm thinking field is I want to be filled with the Holy Ghost. I want my heart full. I want my spirit full. When it's full, there's no room for other things to be poured in there. How many ever took a full glass of water and tried to add to it? It's going to run over. If you're full of the Spirit, there's not room for other things in your life. No other spirits have room to enter. Last thing is every day we ought to put on the whole armor of God as we go out into our world. Amen? The, the armor of God, the helmet of salvation, it guards our mind. The helmet of salvation, there's a reason that piece of, uh, 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 of, of armor, it covers your head covers your mind, and I'm telling you, that is one of the things right there. Our mind is where the battle is won or lost. Our mind. The serpent made Eve question the word of God in her mind, and she was deceived. Our mind. Be careful. Don't be deceived. I'm going back to that, that verse again. Be alert, be on guard. These are translations. Be on guard, be alert, pay attention. Watch out for the enemy's desire to deceive you. Don't let him deceive you. You know, I don't know what area of your life tonight, why God gives us this word tonight, but it's for somebody here. Don't be deceived tonight. Everybody stand with me. Look to your neighbor and say, don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. Look, turn around and tell somebody with all seriousness, don't be deceived. Please, just don't be deceived. Please. I'm begging you, please don't be deceived by the adversary. Whatever you got to do, don't be deceived, please. Would you bow your head?
Won't you reach, reach over and take a neighbor by the hand if it's, if it's appropriate, put your hand on their shoulder. Won't you pray for them right now? If the enemy is fighting with someone tonight, if you feel like he's trying to deceive you or maybe we're praying against the spirit of deception in your life, don't leave tonight and walk out of here with that. Look, don't be deceived, please. God, tonight I ask you to touch this people. God, you see the thoughts, Lord, they've had. You see, Lord, the, the enemy, how he's come against them, Lord, like a flood. I'm asking tonight, God, that you would guard their mind, that you would guard their spirit, you would guard their heart, oh, Lord. Don't let them be deceived by the enemy. Don't let me be deceived, God. God, at any cost, whatever we got to do, I don't want to be deceived. God, strengthen me in my mind. Strengthen me in my spirit. Help me recognize the spirit of deception in this last day. God, we thank you tonight for your word. God, because we know it came from you. God, have your way in this service, Lord. Bless each and every one. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you tonight. We pray today that this word has blessed you, minister to the needs of your life. Until next time, God bless you.